Are you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you, the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Do you wish growing a business was easier? Are you feeling frustrated that it's taking so long to make your first 100K? I used to feel the same way until I discovered the one thing that was missing. It wasn't more marketing tips or strategies. It wasn't reading more business books and it wasn't learning more stuff. I could show you what's holding you back and blocking your success if you like. Typical side effects include higher income, peace of mind, loving relationships, real connection with God, freedom from addictions, purpose, fulfillment, and a brand new lifestyle. It all starts by scheduling a spiritual clarity call with me to get clarity on what you want right now in your life and to see if we want to work together. Visit josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities to learn more. That's josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. Today, our featured guest is April Yvette. You can find her at aprilyvette.com. Last name is spelled Y-V-E-T-T-E. So that's aprilyvette.com. She's a keynote speaker and, and expert in message clarity, attracting clients consistently at networking events and personal transformation. Through perseverance and faith, she overcame great odds early in her life as a single mom. Are you a single mom listening to this right now? I'm not no. now, but I was for many years. <laughs> and I'm sure some of the listeners are too. <laughs> yes. And she achieved what seemed nearly impossible. She has been featured on the TV show Shark Tank with her product, Thin Gloss. After selling out her product in 2012, she started her current, her current sales and marketing consulting business to help other business owners, coaches, consultants, and B2B sales professionals like you attract more clients consistently, not just the one and done, but consistently and navigate their heroic journey. You can find her at aprilyvette.com. April, welcome to the show. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Oh, thank you so much, Joseph. I'm excited to be here with you and I can't wait to share a little bit of my story and hopefully maybe some insights that could really make an impact for people listening and tuning in today. Fantastic. All right, let's get right into it. Take a minute, share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Something personal about me 
is that I am deeply spiritual. I have a spiritual practice. I get up very early every morning and I spend time with God in prayer and meditation and I hear God's voice clearly. All right, woman, now you're speaking my language. Watch out. All right. <laughs> Here we go. All right, let's get it. let's get down to business. My audience loves context. How much gross revenue did you do in your business approximately in the past 12 months, April? In the past 12 months, I reached consistently about a five figure in sales per month each month. I had a couple of months that dipped a little bit below that, but I know why, and so now I'm back on track. <laughs> yep. I like that. And I know why, and I'm about and to knock exactly, it out. Right. You got to pivot. You got to measure and pivot. Got it. So if you could give us a range, what would that look like? Annual revenue last 12 months. Last 12 months, probably around 80, I would 80, say. 80,000. Got yep. it. All right. And how long did it, have you made your first 100K? Uh, in yes. this business yet or not? Not, yet? not in this business yet, but I had, mm -hmm. I did reach six figures in a previous business. And then of Got course, it. 9 million in sales in, in the past in real estate. Oh, that's it. 9 million. Come that's on, it. That's in a it. year. Yeah. In a year, 9 million, jump change. All right. So uh, how long did it take you um, to get to the ADK mark? How long you been doing this business? Oh my gosh. I started my consulting business in 2012 after I sold out of my lip gloss product and then started that and struggled. I struggled to ramp up. It was a challenge. I tried a lot of things. I quit. I started again. And then the second time that I started and launched it after quitting, that's when in my first six months, I went to my first 13K month. Mm, got it. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah. That's really cool to break through the 10K, right? Per month. Yes. What was yes. that like for you the first time you did it? Oh my, I was ecstatic because I had struggled for so long to figure it out and invested in so many coaching and training and mentors, $40,000 worth to try to figure it out. And so finally, I, uh, I know how it works now. So if you could save my audience time where they didn't have to spend 40,000 in coaching, could you give us like, what's the number one, two, and three things, right? Your top three tips and strategies that you use to get to this 80K or to break through the 10K per month consistent revenue. Absolutely. So when I reverse engineered the problem that I was experiencing to the root cause of what was the real problem, it was two things. The first thing was I did not have an effective sales system that was repeatable that I could do every month to reach and get in front of new ideal clients. Got it. I also missed, uh, once you get, once you have that nailed down, then the next thing that you need to do is you've got to have a, a process once you've met somebody and you booked an appointment with them. What do you say in the conversation that's authentic, that's not pushy, that naturally leads them down a path for them to say, oh my gosh, I really like what I've heard. What's the next step? What do we need to do next? Do I need to give you my credit card or how does this work to get started? So almost like uh, if you think of online, uh, creating the funnels, right, um, on your website, this would be like a pitch funnel, 
of sorts, right? Your, yes. your actual pitch or your Shark Tank pitch leads the listener down a series of steps closer to saying yes to you. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. And literally, it's, it's, a, it's a path. It's a system. It's a process that's effective and that, and that works. And that's authentic. And then the last piece, this was so important. This is one of my big lessons. When I reverse engineered it back, sometimes you can have the system. You know what to do, but you are doing certain behaviors subconsciously or consciously that are pulling you away from the income producing activities. So you've got to identify what is this wound pattern that you keep doing whether you're aware of it or not, and you've got to solve it at the root cause. And it's typically, um, basically you link it all the way back to a moment and experience that happened early in your life in childhood where you linked up your core wound and that's when the wound pattern began. And now it was there to help you to develop and cultivate your unique gifts and skills and strengths. But as an adult, sometimes it reaches an expiration date and it's time to be transformed. It's like expired milk. It's bad. It's rotten. You need it out of your life. Yes, it's expired. Got it. All right. So Startup Nation, quick recap from April on her top three tips and strategies for you to make your first 100K in the next 12 months is number one, create an effective sales system that's repeatable. I wanna get into that a little bit and, and really open that up a, a little. Um, and then number two, she says, create, and I'm putting my words to it, create a pitch funnel uh, for your conversations when you're out at networking events. Have something that you're going to say within your pitch that leads the customers, not in a pushy, aggressive way, but in an attracting, inviting way to want to take that next step with you and find out how do I get started, here's my credit card, et cetera. And then number three, and I put my own words to this, uh, April says, identify your self-sabotage trigger. What is that trigger that when it's pushed, you start sabotaging your own business, your own efforts? Is that about right? Did I get that right, April? A absolutely, yep. Got it. All right, let's jump into the effective sales system that's repeatable. That's the part I really want to get into. What does that look like specifically in your business? And what could that look like for my listener? Absolutely. Most people, they have not really systematized how they, number one, reach their ideal clients, and then what they say to them that leads into a conversation, appointment booked, that leads into that second conversation, that then leads into a closed sale, or you've sold a product or a service. Could so you that, give us an example? Of what I that sure can. Like. I sure can. So th there are many marketing activities that we can do um, to reach our ideal clients. That's number one. And before I go into that, let me just say this real quick. There's only three real ways to increase sales. Number one is reach more people. Number two is sell more of the people you see. That means increase your sales conversions. And number three is to increase your prices. You've got to constantly beginning, not just um, increasing your sales conversion rate. Yes, that's important but you also want to reach more people so that you constantly have a flow. If you don't do activities where you're getting in front of your ideal clients so that you can truly serve them and help them and fulfill your purpose and calling, you're not going to be able to help them. 
Number one, they're not going to get the help they need. And number two, you are going to have a feast or famine cash flow cycle in your business. And that is painful and it's not sustainable. That's right. You got to bring home food and have food on the table for your kids, Startup Nation. No more famine in your life. Come on. We need consistent, repeatable. All right. So what were the three again? You said reach more people. I've heard this before, but go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Reach, yeah. Reach more people. Get in front of more ideal clients consistently, weekly. Please listen to that, weekly. Number two, and even daily for that matter. Number two, uh, increase your sales conversion rate. So convert more people into a customer. Uh, and then increase your prices. That's the only three real ways to increase sales. Startup Nation, isn't that awesome? It's so simple. It's not easy, yeah. but it's simple. How, yeah. does, how do you make it easy? Start doing it. Take the risk yeah. and practice. Yeah. Reach more people. Go out there, reach more people. That means have the conversations. Yes, you're going to mess up in the beginning. You're going to suck at it. Let me just give you permission to suck. It's okay <laughs> to suck in the beginning. You must go through the suck. That's how you become successful. That's Absolutely. The go through the suck and then convert more people because you'll start to get better naturally just by doing more and then increase your prices as needed. I'm doing this right now in my new business I just started. It's awesome. It's working. So I am a big fan of April already. So April, um, a repeatable, uh, like what does yours look like specifically? Like break it down. Like literally if you were giving us the blueprint of your repeatable sales system, what does it look like? Because Startup Nation then can uh, model that and create their own for themselves. Absolutely. Let me share you the steps. So number one, you've got to clarify your messaging. So you've got to identify who are your ideal clients and you've got to be specific. When we get too broad, when we are, are too broad, we're trying to reach everyone, we actually get no one because it's gray. It's gr a gray area. And they can't self-identify and say, that's me. That's for me. He's, he or she's talking about me. Got so they got to so, be able to, yeah. So, so go ahead and tell us yours. Who's your ideal clients? Yeah. My ideal clients are purpose-driven um, coaches, consultants, just starting out first, second year. They are business owners selling a service. And then I also have worked with B2B sales professionals at mid-sized companies, usually in companies that are saturated. I specialize in how to stand out and get noticed um, and differentiate. Got it. So these, these uh, consultants and coaches, et cetera, are they at a certain revenue uh, stage right now that, that makes them your ideal client? What does that look like? Yeah, typically they have some clients already. They've been doing this or at this about a year or two. They've already enrolled in a previous coaching program in the past, made a little bit of progress. They're about $1,000 a month in revenue, maybe a little bit more, and they really need extra specific help and a sales system. Those are my, that's, those are my people. Startup Nation, did you see how April just broke that down in detail? Like you really got that picture, didn't you? Like you, you want to go now and create that for yourself. Like who is your ideal client? And then you got to go a little deeper. Like what's going on in their life? Like what stage of business are they at? She's like, oh, they already went through one coaching program already, right? That's very specific because now she knows if they went through say one coaching program and they didn't yield the results that they were looking for possibly, now they're ready for her. Absolutely. Anything yep. else you want to add to that? 
Yeah, the, the only other thing too is for my ideal clients, they've typically been on what's called the hero's journey, which was coined by Joseph Campbell. They went through a painful problem. It sucked. They finally reached a tipping point, went on a search to find the solution. They figured it out in their own life and they feel compelled to help others with it. Whatever that is, and they want to help others, that's what's driving them. Those are my people. I help them on that journey as a guide. So April, what I'm hearing you say is that if I'm an entrepreneur just starting out and I have this great idea, but I have no real world experiencing in it myself, I haven't gone through the suck, I haven't gone through the pain, I haven't really discovered anything, I just think it's a trendy thing and other people want it, should I do that? Yeah, you, should you do the business if you haven't gone through anything to help? Correct. I think, I think that there are times when we have a passion and an interest in something that's so deep, we're willing to drill a mile deep on that topic because it's such a powerful passion for us. And in that case, I believe, yes, you were meant to teach that. That's part of your gifting and what you're here to help others with in the world. And also, I think there are people that have gone through a painful challenge. They overcame it. They figured out, they found the way out, and now they feel called to help others to do it. I so think you I, can have both. So it's not a this or that. It's a this and that. Yes, yes. That's interesting. And you know, I was, I was going to push back on you on that one. I was going to be like, well, how do I teach what I haven't gone through myself? Uh-huh. Like, well, how would you answer that? How do you teach what you haven't gone through yourself? Well, there are experts out there. So you can, there's different types of experts. So you can be an expert that learns through reading other people's books, contents, research, a research expert. And yes, you have gathered some knowledge and data that can help other people. You can also be the type of expert that's an expert based on your own experience. And that is how you can help other people too. That was such a great answer. I put you on the spot there. I get that. It's what I do. You answered that really well. And uh, that, made, that made a lot of sense um, because I know I've done that in the past. I haven't had a specific experience in things that they asked me to come in and give uh, lectures at the universities here in Tampa. You know, but I came in and spoke about them. Why? Because I had enough world knowledge of them that I could speak. And to be an expert, they say you only have to have a little more uh, knowledge or information than the average person. That makes you an expert, you know, in, in the soft label. So two types of experts uh, April is really presenting here is the kind that's well-researched, well-read type of expert, but hasn't gone through the pain or the problem themselves. And then the other type is the one that's not well-researched, not well-read, but went through the suck, went through the pain. And they could speak from an authentic place about here's how I got out of it. Both are valid sources. Like I really get that. And I love how you created that April uh, because most people would pick one or the other and then um, like cannibalize the other and say, no, this one's right, this, that one's wrong. But I think you're right. I think that both are right. Uh, it really depends on the audience and what they're looking for. Yeah, and I just wanna say this too because when people go through that painful experience, it, that was the catalyst that causes them to go on the search.
They're trying to find the solution or the answer to solve their own problem or their own pain. So in the midst of doing that, they cultivate and develop their own skills and research and in addition to their own personal life experiences of doing experiments, trial and error, failing, getting back up, falling down seven times, getting back up eight till you get there. You know, you're bringing to mind a memory for myself personally, which is uh, when I used to uh, dread and be so frightened of speaking in front of groups, right? Public speaking fear, glossophobia. And I wanted that out of my life. I was like, here's my dreams. I want to go do these big things in my life. Well, in order to get there, I need to like get this fear of speaking on stages out. And I researched like nobody's business, like you said, because the pain was that much. And I found that all the advice out there was crap. It was literally like, here's how you cope with the fear. It doesn't go away. You just live with it. And I was like, that's, that's a limiting belief. That's a story. I don't want that. I want to actually like, if I'm asked to get up on stage and speak, I want to like light up and be like, yes, I finally get to. Like, how do I get to that? And I was able to, through my own developing my own processes, now that's the very thing that lights me up more than anything when I'm in my zone of, of genius is when I'm on stage. Yeah. So, so I get what you're saying. And now I'm thinking maybe I should create a product around that because I've gone <laughs> through that pain. And that's, one of the, that's like the number one fear in the world, right? Absolutely. Yes. And I want to get back to like the steps, Please. like the, those sales strips, because I really want the, the listeners to take away something today. So you need to identify who your ideal clients are, be specific. You also need to identify who your, um, your clarify your message specifically. Okay. You've got to be specific. Here's the biggest mistake that I see coaches, consultants, anyone sharing their 60 second commercial, is they're too broad or too vague? Mm -hmm. The more specific that you are about the um, painful problem that you help to solve and the more specific that you are about the, the, the specific outcome or golden result that your ideal clients want and you verbalize that and share that, that's when they'll lean in and go, oh, that's me. Or they'll say, that's exactly what I want. Can you and I play a game with that? Because here's why. What you just addressed, so many of my audience are suffering with, right? They're struggling with that, clarifying my message. Well, I can do this. I can do this. I also do this. I also do this. So they yes. just do this, this dump on people, right? And people are like, what do you actually do? I don't even get it. Right. All right. So let's play a game. Uh, you share your pitch, your, cl your, your clarity in your message pitch, and then I'm a shaman and I want you to rip it apart. Is that fair? <laughs> okay. okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Got it. Okay. You go first. All right, here's mine. So I help purpose-driven entrepreneurs, business owners, coaches, and consultants, and a few business B2B sales professionals uh, who've been in business for a couple of years. They've been in another group coaching program and they still aren't where they wanna be. They still don't feel like their messaging is dialed in. And they are struggling with attracting clients consistently at, while networking. For these individuals, I take them through a very unique process to identify who their ideal clients are. I use act like a detective to uncover their painful problem, the core wound that they have and their wound pattern, and also that pinpoints who are the people or the unique tribe they're here to serve. 
And then from there, I teach them my step-by-step -step sales system and a process for them to transform personally so that they can attract more ideal clients consistently while networking and live their dream and purpose as well as um, earn the income that they want. I was, that was a little longer than normal, but I think I was on the spot, but that's okay. <laughs> I, listen, I got a pretty good idea of it. Startup Nation, how did she do? How did April do? I could tell you this, as she was saying it, I was literally thinking in my own head, oh shit, I'm next and mine isn't that good. <laughs> All right, so listen, I, I'm, I'm putting myself out there because I believe it's important, right? And I'll do that with my audience, right? We have listeners in over 85 countries who are gonna hear me right now. And, and good job standing up and taking on that challenge. So I just started a spiritual coaching business and I work with successful Christian business owners, preferably males that are uh, winning in business, but losing in life. And what I mean by that is sometimes in building their business empires, uh, they neglect other areas of their life to get there. And I know I've gone through that myself personally. Uh, so maybe their relationships with their spouse or with their children are in ruins right now. Or maybe they have no relationship or they want a deeper relationship with God, with their creator. They want to align their their beliefs and their faith into their business. They want to bring that together and align those. And what, and they're struggling right now. Um, they have all the money on the outside, right? And they're winning, but on the inside they're broke and alone sometimes and lonely and depressed. So what I help them with, uh, I have a very unique 12 week spiritual boot camp that I walk them through. And in those 12 weeks, uh, they walk away with um, inner peace just that peace of mind. They no longer worry about the day-to-day. -day. Uh, they clean up all those relationships in their life and they create loving relationships that actually work for themselves. And they get deeper connection, real connection with their creator, with their God. Um, and that changes everything in their life. And they actually start to live a life that's fully alive after coaching with me. Mm -hmm. I'm just taking notes. I'm just taking notes here. All right, so- Rip it we, apart, woman. Uh, uh, okay, so here's what I heard, okay, a bit in the very beginning, is I work with business owners who are losing in life and then neglecting areas in life. I would go be very specific. I would pinpoint what's the pain point. And then also what's the, I would also go deeper into um, identifying what's their hunger. Because there was a catalyst, there was a tipping point where they went from this really sucks to this m absolutely must change. When you figure out what's that wording and you say that, people, business owners who have all the financial success they want, but they're blank, and you figure out what that is, what is that tipping point or that pain point, be real specific. It could be your marriage is on the, on the uh, you're on the verge of a, a, a divorce that could cost you big time. Mm. That kind of wording can really, somebody can self-identify and say, oh my gosh, that's me. Now, that would be one example. You could also say, um, be more specific is like, what's the problem they're having with their, their children? Like if it's, if it's uh, your kid won't even uh, ignores you because you were never in their life for the last 10 years. Mm. That kind of language, that's specific where they go, oh my gosh, my kid did just, my teenager did walk into the room and when I asked him to do something with me. 
um, to play catch and they turn me down, whatever it is, right? And then the other piece is the deeper relationship with God. What's the specific um, reason why people are seeking, typically seek out that deeper connection with God? I think uh, many people, they get to that point of uh, they make all the money and they ask themselves the question, is this all there is? Yeah. That's where they get stuck. Yeah. That phrasing right there was great. That phrasing right there. They have all the money. They have all the success and the money. But name the emotion. Unhappy. Um, deeply unhappy, depressed, despite, you know, whatever, what's their emotion that they're feeling because of that. So you're describing that. And then the other thing I would do is what is the golden outcome or result that they really want? And not only that, this is important. What are they willing to pay to solve? Is somebody really willing to pay? And just hypothetically, are they really willing to pay $5,000, $3,000, $10,000 on a program to get inner peace. Maybe. Maybe there's add a couple other words with that. Restore, because it could be restore your marriage and and get your son back and have inner peace. Maybe that's to make it tangible or concrete. Mm. Because you've got to go from abstract to concrete, that specific outcome that you are uniquely designed to help them achieve that you can do, you've been on the path or you've done the research and you know what that is. More, the more specific, you, so they know what they're paying for. What is it that they're willing to pay for and invest in? And then sh- and run with that and say it in a couple of sentences, like two or three words each. Restore your marriage. You can even say go from a marriage on the rocks, uh, facing divorce to um, love and connection like never before, or it could be go from your, your teenage son ignoring you, uh, and giving you dirty looks to, um, going, uh, like connecting with him while playing a game or whatever it is. I don't know what that is for you, but you know, when you use that languaging, they self-identify, say, that's exactly what I want. Or that's, that's the, it, you, they see a picture in their brain. They see a picture of the brain. You're painting a picture of the future that they really want. And here's, here's what you need to do. Sometimes you, I, any of us, sometimes the best way to gather that information is we've got to do some research and talk to our ideal clients and gather their words and phrases. You can do research and find that. You can also, so that you, when you say it, it's the right wording. It's not what we think it should be worded. It's what, it, what they're saying about it, about what they want, the problem, and what they want. So that's my thoughts. Wow. All right, Startup Nation. I just did something I normally don't do on the show. I put myself under the gun to be coached. I was coachable. And yeah. Yvette just showed up as a coach. And you got to get a free sample of what she could do for you. So you can find her at a, uh, April Yvette. Uh, sorry, I said <laughs> April okay. Yvette. Thank you. April, the coaching was that good. My brain is, is <laughs> twirling right now, April. No, literally, I'm taking notes. Like, I'm going to go to work on that. Because what you said uh, took it from abstract in the mind of my prospective client to very specific. 
And what's interesting is when I started coaching with my first few clients, uh, I didn't know specifically what problems they would be having that I could help them with. And they kept bringing to the table, like, you know, I'm struggling with, like, I think I'm headed for a divorce right now. And like, and that was the thing they were struggling. And we got them through exactly to that benefit where they now have a loving relationship with their wife. They got their wife back and they got their life back. Like, and like, it was freaking beautiful. Right. And like, I wasn't thinking about those specific little nitty gritty things, but what you just said is like, uh, I help clients go from pain, whatever that pain is, say it to the benefit that they actually want and say it, they can create and self-identify and put their hand up and say, that's me. How do I work with you? So April, that was brilliant. Well done. I I couldn't think of a better way to really promote um, what you do than what you just contributed to me in my life. So thank you for that. Well done. All right. Thank you. All right. We got to wrap up the show. That was brilliant. Uh, But let's do a quick hustle round. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. We went went over a little bit, but who cares? This I think uh, my listeners are going to keep listening. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Freedom. All right. What's your least favorite thing? Uh, My least favorite thing is the journey and the struggle of just figuring out when you're first starting up. That's hard. Yeah. Got it. What are you most afraid of? It's always been a fear of failure, fear Mm. of not being good enough. I've had to work on healing that. Yeah. I got that. What do you spend way too much time doing your first year in business? Um, doing research and learning, man, I'm a good student. I'm a good student, but boy, was I holding back on execution. (laughs) And students are normally broke, aren't they? Oh yeah. (laughs) That's why eventually startup nation, you got to go from a student to a business owner. What secret fear do you have about people? I think early on my life fear rejection, but at Mm. this point, at this point now, um, I don't know. I, I just am in a different place in my life now. I, I just allow people to be who they are and what they say and how they feel is none of my business. What secret fear do you have about yourself? Secret fear. I would say it has to do with, um, at times, fear of success, yeah. remaining as humble as I am now and as close and connected with God and surrendered no matter where I'm at here, there, not even doing this anymore at some point in my life. So do you feel like if you got all the money and everything and the success that you would lose that deep connection with God right now that you have? I don't, I don't think so now. Cause I've been through okay. some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we've been through some stuff, girl. All right. What's a new habit you want to form? Uh, new habit is consistently executing, adding value. My prayer is not, can I make more money and grow my business? My prayer is, how can I be more effective in what I do? It's the outcome that I'm here to deliver for those that I serve, whether they work with me or not, or if they're just watching something I'm sharing. Startup Nation, do you hear the passion in April's voice? You want to find that passion for yourself and what you're doing. And if you don't and you can't find that passion in what you're doing, you may want to look to doing something else. Just saying. What is a bad habit you want to break? A bad habit 
Oh, I can tell you what it is right now. I do not like data entry, clerical type work where I'm entering um, new clients or potential new clients into my CRM. <laughs> Please, Ugh. somebody just do that for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, so painful. All right, pick three words to describe who you are now. Yes, um, passionate, genuine, um, and giving. Yeah, I get that about you. Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in business. Scared, mm. hopeful, um, eager to learn. Yeah, I got it. And last question. If you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends, your kids in the eyes, and give them only one piece of advice, what would you say to them? Every painful thing that you will go through and experience over the course of your life, starting in your childhood through your adult life, is happening for a reason. It's a refinement process. You are being prepared and refined to receive a very important God-given assignment and calling for your life so that you can fulfill your purpose. It had to happen. You had to clear away any wrong motives, any wrong actions. You had to cleanse your character and purify your heart. That's why you had to go through the pain is so you could be transformed and prepared to receive this big thing that God's got planned for you. It's going to be okay. The journey is part of the process. April, I don't like to compare my guest, but I think that was the best answer I've ever received to that question. Well done. Mm -hmm. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first $100,000? I want you to know that um, I feel your pain. I care about you, even though I don't even know you yet. But I want you to know that um, wherever you are now or whatever challenge you're having with attracting more clients for your business and clarifying your messaging, whatever it is, you can overcome it. You are smart, you are worthy, and you are brilliant at what you do. It's time to get out there and reach more people and allow yourself to be seen on a much greater level and learn on the journey as you go. Pivot. Try something, pivot, tweak it again, retest it, measure it, tweak it again. Don't give up until you reach your destination. Amen, Startup Nation. Don't you want to work with this woman? Come on now. Come on now. I know you do. <laughs> do you love listening to First 100K Podcast? Do you love listening to the show, Startup Nation? Do you love guests like April? Do you want more guests like her on the show? Then go to iTunes and subscribe to the show if you haven't yet. This show drops every Thursday, right? Once a week, you get, you know, one human life coming on and sharing their humanity, their realness, their rawness, their struggles, the entrepreneurial game, right? The, the mind game um, that we all struggle with, the mental game of entrepreneurship. And we get real and we get vulnerable, and that inspires you. I know it does. So go ahead and write a review. Give a five-star review. Write about April if she really touched your heart and inspired you to really shift the way you present yourself and your business starting today. Go ahead and do that now. April, you were an awesome guest. You can find her at aprilyvette.com. That's aprilyvette.com. 
Thanks for being on my show. And I wish you God's peace, love, and joy in your life. Thank you so much, Joseph. You're welcome. Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with, but won't admit. We got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to BrokenCatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.